welcome to uh, Bad Movie Vaults. I'm Scott, and I'm here, as always, with JP. Hello. Nod. Yo. And today, as promised, we're going to be doing Armageddon, 1998. Bit of Bayhem. Bit of Bayhem. Bit of Bayhem. Bruce Willis. Ben Affleck. Will Patton. Steve Buscemi. Michael Clark Duncan. Yep. And just about everybody else you can um, think of. Isaac Clark. Billy Bob. Yeah. I um, ate a bagel next to Will Patton once. Get out. Did you um, mock him for this film? No, I did not. Uh, it was... Um, or the poster. It was a uh, it was Santa Monica Boulevard at a deli uh, at was American it? Film Market about, I don't know how long ago now, 10 years? Yeah. Uh, longer than that, probably. And I was eating a bagel. Right. And he was sat next to me eating a bagel. That's an amazing story. Did you acknowledge who he was? Uh, I did in my head. Yeah. My head went... That's Will Patton, him out of Armageddon. And then in your postman. brain he went, yes I am, it turns out he's telepathic. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? So kind of a pointless story really, yeah. only really told because to, to, to say I went to America once like a twat and sat in a deli next to Will Patton. And ate bagels. And I, oh, well I didn't eat bagels, I ate one bagel. Oh, I don't right. know what I kind of would eat it wasn't a bagel, it was some sort of salad thing I think. Oh, so... I guess what we usually do with the older films is earliest memories. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I did actually see this at the cinema when it was released. Yeah, I think I did as well. Yeah, and in fact, did I see it with you? Probably. I think I probably did. We did it a lot. We were around, around about that sort of time. We watched it? a lot of films back then, didn't we? Yeah, I've got a feeling I probably did go and see it with JP. Um, it was bad. Um, 98, I would have been 17. <laughs> I think I remember kind of just kind of enjoying it because I was just that stupid age where I wasn't very discerning yeah. but I remember being I remember coming out I remember my two main thoughts of the film were it was very loud and it was very long mm. those were my two things that I remember as a general concept think, coming out of the cinema if I remember rightly um, I remember coming out and thinking that I've got a headache. <laughs> that, that's, I think I've got a four and a half hour headache. Yeah, and I think that that was more to do with the editing style than anything else. It wasn't to do with volume or any of that. It's that it was such a rapid fire section of images. My main main thing I remember is broke my brain that I took away from the film was that most of the dialogue. Is people screaming at each other. Yeah. Like, no one holds a conversation. It's people yelling. Mm. And I would say, I would, I think if you were to go through and actually <coughs> analyse the film like that, I would say at least 80% of the dialogue is shouted. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's yeah. what I remember. I from it. mostly just remember thinking Deep Impact was better. I like Wasn't that the year so before? Deep well? Impact was the same year. Same year. Oh, yeah. So the same year, Deep Impact came out first... In fact, I mean, how much of this is true or not true, but apparently the writer of Deep Impact says he was in a meeting with somebody from Touchstone mm. and then suddenly they're rushing out Armageddon. you always got to wonder, haven't you, when two or three films drop in the same year, they're effectively the same film. Yeah. If, yeah. if, that, if that goes on, because it happens, it happens more often than not, doesn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> like... like um, it was Volcano and Dante's Peak yeah. happening in the same year, for example. Yeah. But but anyway, um, I remember I remember coming out of it and just thinking, see, because I like I like those three act disaster movies where you have a group of different people all over the place, 
um, and you follow their stories and then they kind of meet up and then they overcome or don't overcome whatever the disaster is at the end of the film. And I always find that slightly more interesting because everybody in the group has a different background and it's the event that has thrust them together, yeah. right? And I find that more interesting than, for example, in Armageddon, where effectively all you have is the astronauts and the drillers. But they're a unit. These guys are a unit and these guys are a unit. And I always find that the drama then becomes a little bit more forced and less natural than it would be if you put a bunch of strangers together mm, yeah. and put them under um, extreme circumstances and saw what happened to them. Yeah. So, so if I'm going to watch a disaster movie... Um, this is—I don't think this is a disaster movie. I think it's a men on a mission movie. Yeah, and I think I quite like men on a mission movies, um, but I don't think this is a great one. And if I'm going to watch a disaster movie, I'd much rather watch Poseidon one of those. Hmm? Poseidon Adventure. Poseidon Adventure. One hundred percent. Yeah, Tower and Inferno. One of those <laughs> kind of traditional three act um, disaster movies, which I think Deep Impact kind of is, mm. with the added element of. It's an it's it's an impossible disaster to overcome. I think all oh, that's really interesting. Mm. Um, so I remember thinking that I preferred that film. I think it was I thought it was better acting. I thought it was more realistic. Mm. You know, there were some actual characters in it. There were some characters in it, and it was definitely a lot more realistic. Yeah, it, it dealt with different people at different. You know. Uh, dealing with things yeah. in different ways at different strata. And there was some actual drama in there. Was, yeah. yeah, and I remember, and I haven't seen Deep Impact in years and years and years. Mm. So, you know, I don't know how I would compare it to Armageddon now. It might be rose tinted because I, you know, watched Armageddon recently watched, and um, know how shit it is. And I haven't rewatched Deep Impact, and that might be also shit. But my recollection is... I no, I watched that. Deep Impact about a year ago. Right. Um, and it is still pretty good. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I mean, if you're comparing these two, definitely. It's a much better film. It actually does have some drama. It has some real characters in there. From you, from government all the way down to people like Elijah Wood's character, who's just a kid, mm. um, and they have to escape the flooding that's caused by the disaster. And there's some real harrowing bits in there where the parents are going to die when they're stuck in traffic. And they give the kid, the baby, to Elijah Wood and their daughter. Yeah. And they literally have to leave the parents who are going to die. Yeah. And there's some real drama in there. There's Ter- um, character with her dad. And there's, you know, backstory. And there's some stuff going on. And it's, you know, it's a little cheesy in places and stuff like that. But compared to Armageddon, yeah. it's night and day. It really is. Mm. Armageddon. I remember reading something about Armageddon. I was looking this up. That Armageddon was filming a lot of stuff. And then Deep Impact came out, and they had to they reshot a lot of things, or they added a lot of stuff to try and differentiate it from Deep Impact even more. I remember reading something about that. I'm not getting whether that's true or not, mm. um, but apparently that happened as well. Mm. Deep Impact came out, and then Touchstone tried to change course in the eleventh hour. Yeah, apparently. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think I think if, if I'm rightly, I know what you're talking about. And Bruce Willis accidentally told reporters that they shot some extra scenes or something. Yeah. I forget what scene. How you do that, I'm not sure. Yeah. How you do accidentally. Oh, we shot some more things. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. And why is that a problem, exactly? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, mind you, I suppose that these days reshoots equate to problems. Rubbish. Don't they? <laughs> so, yeah. Not always, but often. Yeah. 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 Um, and Bruce Willis hates the film, doesn't he? And he's said that he would I never think... work with Michael Bay ever. Yeah, Michael Bay hated Michael Bay's directorial style, apparently. Um, and I think a lot of people disown this film now. Uh, uh, most ben of the guys. 
Then it's like Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi was quoted, this is quite funny, as saying that he did it because he wanted a bigger house. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so the, uh, I know that Michael Bay didn't, didn't want Bruce Willis originally. He wanted to cast Sean Connery. Yeah. What? Who, they, who he obviously had worked with on The Rock. Because oh. he saw, he thought, so the character has, you know, uh, a teenage daughter, quite actually not a teenage daughter, a twenty-something daughter, mm-hmm. and he thought Bruce Willis was too young to play that dad character, so he wanted Sean Connery, and eventually they picked Bruce Willis, and they apparently aged him in the film with makeup, but I, I don't see it. I, don't, he, I know they made got some great hair, yeah, yeah. They got some great hair, he's a bit orangey. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't like, think he looked. Right. He looked. He looked. The age I remember Bruce Willis being in the late nineties, yeah. rather yeah. than some slightly older Bruce Willis. Yeah. I guess I didn't think the 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 fact that he had a daughter as old as Liv Tyler was an issue because so many other things were bigger issues. Yeah. Uh, it almost like it was irrelevant. Yeah, and in fact, you know, until you just mentioned this, I I had no problem with them. absolutely none. Yeah, kind yeah. of was fine, wasn't it? Because yeah. there's so much shit you do have a problem with yeah. that wondering if Bruce Willis is old enough to have a daughter live Tyler's age is the fucking least of them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it would have been would it have been a better film with Sean Connery in the Bruce Willis role? Um, Sean Connery and um, Nick Cage. Nick well, Cage. Yes, if well, obviously, if Nick Cage was in it, it would be a better film. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're two back together, but this time they're fighting an asteroid. Brilliant. Yeah. Then it wouldn't be on our podcast, though, would it? No, it wouldn't. Because, no. because everyone true. would think it was the greatest film ever made. <laughs> <laughs> right, so should we get into it, Scott? Uh, yeah, um, I guess so. Um, Michael Bay, I will just say this, Michael Bay thinks that apparently he, he thinks this is the worst film he's ever made. No. No. It's one of his bad films, but yeah. let's be honest. Why does he think that now? No, I don't honestly know. But has um, he seen his other films? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Now, when it comes to Michael Bay, and it, it, this is another thing, um, it's hard, but usually when I see his films at the cinema for the first time, I come out enjoying them. I come out thinking, oh, I enjoyed that. That was a good laugh. But when I rewatch them, Mm. The truth hits me. Right. <laughs> I, I, I suddenly my eyes are open. Then I, I hate them. And Tran- the Transformers, I think, was a good case of that. I loved it the first time I saw it. Didn't think much of it at all the, the second time. But Transformers Two, I think, is the worst film he's ever made. I think. But you haven't seen the last night. No, I haven't. No. To be honest with you, I haven't seen the last two Transformers films because you know there's no point. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to be. Transformers two to five, right? Mm. As far as I'm concerned, they're the same film over and over again. Yeah. Except he seems to try and outdo himself. Yeah. I think he just also has a different racially stereotyped robot how, in each how? film. Yeah. So in the fifth one, there's a samurai. There's like yeah. a Japanese voiced samurai robot that's yeah. every bit as racially offensive as whatever those raster robots were in like the second I mean, film. Yeah. Does it try and eat raw fish every five seconds or something? Or it's a shocker. Well, I take photos you, of people. It's shocking, isn't it? Yeah. In 2017, that that sort of thing can still yeah. get through like the concept stage. He probably thought that's going to appeal to the Asian market. So, yeah. And I think Transformers, I think it was really <laughs> successful in China. So. Yeah. Way to go! Yeah. I don't think the last one was. I think last night financially he's not done very well at all. Right. Did about half the amount of money that the fourth one did. Right. So I think people are finally sick of Maybe. it. Maybe. Oh, so they didn't like the samurai robot then. Mm. Yeah. I mean, because uh, I say I did my head in, but um, I think probably. I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I know I'm going to get some shit for this, but I think probably the only two films he's made that I actually do quite like is Bad Boys One and Two. I quite like them. Bad Boys One, I like. Mm. Bad Boys Two, I think, suffers from. 
Michael Bay's problem of having way too long a film. Yeah, I remember Bad Boys Two seeing that at cinema. It's two and a half hours, isn't and it? I remember it's thinking, is it, is it like they have a big fight in Miami, don't they? Yeah, and there's a big fight in a mansion and a villa, yeah. and lots of shit gets blown up, and they kill somebody, and I'm like, ah, oh, the film's finished, and then they and go, go to, oh, now yeah. I've got to go to Cuba. And I was yeah. like, and I remember, I still remember to this day, think, literally turning around and going, fuck me, just end. <laughs> the film is way too fucking long, and I think it's got some shit bits in there. Yeah, yeah I always remember the bit at the end where they're standing around. Is it Guantanamo? Yeah. And there's like the sand pit. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. The mines. The mines. And then the bad guy's got a gun to somebody. And then the daughter, <laughs> I think their sister's there, or is it the daughter or somebody? Yeah. And they say, drop the gun. And she literally says out loud, I'll drop the gun next to the mine. <laughs> and, she, and she throws the gun as she says it. And I remember to this day, it's just a running joke with my mate. So I'm just like, I'll drop that next to the mine. <laughs> and it's, and it's, I, I, I think from that Bad Boys 2 onwards, he just yeah. seems to have. I don't know where he's jacked up on coke or something, but he's like, he's literally just, his yeah. films are, it's like, man, it's like a lunatic who's got attention deficit disorder. Yeah. I mean, he'd made some, uh, some, what were you saying, some good films. I mean, he'd made a couple of films before this, and he'd made The Rock, he'd made Bad Boys. I think The Rock I can watch and enjoy for what it is. Yeah, I mean, The Rock, yeah, it's okay. It's, it's a cheesy, that. patriotic, yeah, American uh, action film, but, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think this was his um, probably his first really big budget. Wasn't it? I think this is uh, his first really well, mega massive. I think so. Maybe, his first yeah. mega massive budget. Mega massive. Yeah. Was that yeah. is that what they said in the office? Yeah. Michael, we're going to give you a mega, mega massive, massive budget. Amount of money. And he went, woo! Yeah. Finally, I can make a film with the average <laughs> length of yeah. clip being one and so a half seconds. While we're talking about Michael Bay, then, so I listened to the commentary track for Armageddon. I think it gives you a great insight into how. Michael Bay thinks because I think he absolutely loves movies and he absolutely loves his way of making movies and I think he but I think he sees the business of movie making as art so he doesn't distinguish between what is a crass money making thing and what is a filmmaking kind of artistic expression yeah. He doesn't see, I don't think he sees any difference between those two things at all. The one and the other are synonymous. Yeah. So that's why I think so many of the decisions in the film, the films that he makes, uh, are so kind of commercial and crass. It's because he doesn't, I don't think he distinguishes that. He's quite proud about it, in fact. Mm. And he doesn't think it prevents the films from being or stops the films being good films or art- or good artistic endeavours. Yeah. There's loads of examples in. That's why I think Transformers is a really safe property for him to manage, because he will fuck that into the ground. <laughs> yeah? But it's exactly the right franchise for him to fuck into the ground, because it's a film based on a toy line. Yeah. So it's all crass and commercial. And, and if they keep fucking that into the ground forever, <laughs> and I'd be happy with that, because... Quite like Transformers, but it's not my favourite thing. And what I fear is him being unleashed on something that is my favourite thing. <laughs> yeah. And so what he would do to that. So I'm quite upset that he's saying he's not going to make any more Transformers films because now he could set his sights on something that I really feel strongly about. Yeah. And fuck that up. And when you listen to it on the commentary, there's loads of examples of him saying we made this decision and we did this entirely for kind of shitty commercial reasons. 
And I'll mention some as we kind of go through mm. when we get to those bits in the yeah. film. <clears throat> right. But I think it's interesting that he, he's proud about it and he kind of thinks that's, that's like the way things should is, be. Yeah, commercial success is the same it's as artistic. Like, it's the yeah. same as artistic success. Yes, I, yeah. I think that's exactly it. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. So, on this? Yeah, I guess we'd better add. So, film starts with um, a narration by... Oh, I thought it was going to be an American flag yeah. that we see in almost every other shot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a narration by Charlton Heston basically tells us that... Apes evolved from men? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep your damn dirty asteroid off my planet. Um, yeah, that 65 million years ago, dinosaurs wiped out by a massive asteroid. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we know. We went to school. <laughs> Everyone's been to school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Um... But the um, after the introduction, um, that would have been better if they'd done it in rhyme, like the, in, the beginning of <laughs> Cat um, the Nightmare Before Christmas, yeah, <laughs> or Cat in the Hat, or something like that. If you're worried about asteroids, you probably should be. <laughs> Get under your table. You probably would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after the um, after the introduction, oh by the way, the title Armageddon um, explodes, which is, again sort of lets you know, sort of yeah. lets you know what you're in for. Buckle up, people. Yeah, always... again, I guess Michael Bay was loving that. Yeah, oh, the title be... was great. Explode! When they get explode, yeah, and towards the wars the camera. That's just the right level of soul. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if this film was in three D? <laughs> you really would have a head. Oh, you'd yeah. never, you know, never happen. Um, so um, there's a space shuttle Atlantis um, is orbiting Earth. They're fixing a satellite or something, or putting yeah. a winning orbit. I don't know. No, they're um, fixing us. Yeah, fixing a satellite. Yeah, anyway. and um, uh, it gets destroyed by a shower of debris. And yeah. um, Billy Bob Thornton, who's the NASA controller, yeah. seemingly all the time, he's, yeah. not, he's, he's just like <laughs> he's there all the time. Got one guy on this, <laughs> yeah. what a hell of a guy he is! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Limpy McLimperson or yeah. whatever. What's his name? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He yeah. did that. Limpy yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he stuck that in. Back- yeah, some had- actual backstory. What if he had nerve damage, my guy? Yeah. yeah what if he had a bit of a liberty where to let leg press? What, yeah. if the, what if I could mm. do that thing? Because there's fuck all material for me here to work yeah. with, so yeah. I'll just imagine my own. I'd like to think I'm quite a good actor, so can you give me something to go on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rather than just being like generic, like Mr. Master, Mr. In Charge guy, yeah. Mr. Manager. So, yeah, they're, um, they're watching the video link of the, of the show, and they see it being destroyed by these bits of debris mm. slamming into it. And so they really want the tape. Yeah, then we want to take check it for internal um, internal failures or something. You just watched it get yeah. destroyed. You just literally <laughs> saw it get hit by stuff. Yeah. What what makes you think it was an internal problem that caused <laughs> this fucking explosion? And and um, what was the other bit with the guy in the uh, in the observatory? He's got his own little observatory, and his wife comes yeah. out screaming at him. His wife comes in with a shotgun or a frying pan, <laughs> a rolling pin, yeah. right, and says that she's divorcing him because his dinner's been on the table for twelve hours, and he just screams at her. Probably this is probably the first bit of screaming in the film, yeah. isn't it? Get the phone book. Get, get the, the phone, phone book. book. Yeah, because yeah, he needs to call NASA because he's discovered a something. Yeah. yeah. So what he's discovered is an asteroid which is heading towards Earth on a collision course at twenty-two thousand miles an hour, mm-hmm. and. Um, briefing they give after that is that this asteroid is the size of Texas mm. and so basically the president wants to know what the hell we're going to do about this. It, it always in this film as well it's some, 
fucking bumpkin uh, amateur, yeah. isn't it? It's never NASA and those yeah. guys that spot the thing that's going to kill us all, yeah. or the looming peril, or the alien invasion. It's always some amateur um, astronomer from Buckis, Indiana, yeah. who rings him up and says, hey, guess what I found with my fucking $90 yeah. telescope from Walmart? <laughs> yeah. I found this big fuck-off asteroid that you guys, with all your observatories yeah. around the world, billions of dollars have been spent on, haven't seen. What the fuck did he do, dar? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he say he wants to name it? He goes, I'm going to name it after my ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to name it after my wife, Dottie, because she's a vicious, mean-hearted bitch or something. Yeah, yeah who's destroying yeah, the planet destroy, or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Comedy. <laughs> but the, um, uh, yeah, so the, the president wants to know what they're going to do about it. Nothing, basically, is the answer. We're fucked. This thing's going to hit the planet. It's a global killer. We're all dead. Uh, unless, maybe, maybe we can drill into it and put the biggest bomb we've got in there. And hopefully, if we, if we detonate that at just the right time, it'll cause the asteroid to split in two and miss us. Yeah. But, you know, in order to drill into an asteroid, you need what? Drillers, don't you? You need someone who can drill. Oh, astronauts can't drill, can they? Astronauts don't know how to drill a hole. That's beyond them. So we need someone to come in and train the astronauts. Yeah, who's that going to be? It's on the commentary track. Ben Affleck did ask Michael Bay, he says, yes. why? And this is just a great quote, isn't it? He says, so why is it easier to... Um, to uh, train drillers to be astronauts than it is to train astronauts how to drill a hole. Shut the fuck up. That's what Bay says. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Ben. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Ben. I said Ben Affleck, that's the last time we had that conversation. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but it is a good story. Yeah, it is. So anyway, they, um, they decide that what they need is uh, an oil rig driller. Uh, the best in the world apparently is Harry Stamper. Yeah, who's Bruce Willis? Sure. So um, you cut to yeah, cut the to middle of the sea. Yeah, oil rig. Uh, Bruce Willis is well drilling for oil. Yeah, and Ben Affleck is drilling for something completely different. <laughs> so, so <it's, laughs> yeah, uh, uh, he's got Liv Tyler in his room, and uh, Bruce Willis catches him. He's not happy with the fact that his daughter's sleeping with um, one of his roughnecks. Yeah, even though. He's put her on the rig, yeah. You know, presumably knowing that none of these men have seen. Ben Affleck's for... good looking. She's good yeah. looking. You yeah. do the math. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's a very small place. So he chases <laughs> him around right. with a shotgun. Yeah, I mean, uh, why, why have you got a shotgun on an oil rig? This blew my mind when I watched it again the other night. I mean, I, mean, I don't think a lot of the things that happens in this film would play today at all. Mm. And I think this whole bit where you're actually shooting at someone mm. would work today at all. I think if this film came out today, people would be going, quite rightly, this is our main character. Yeah. A guy who fires a live shotgun. This is not a character. guy. No. I know, back then it's kind of like roguish good <laughs> Oh, God, he's, he's a good old boy. He's a scoundrel. Oh, he's a, he's a scamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy, he's kooky. He's eccentric. He, he tries to kill people. Yeah, he tries to um, kill people. <laughs> Lock him up. He's a danger to yeah. himself. And and I do not think that would play at all today. <laughs> Although maybe it still would. In a Michael Bay film, we have racist robots. So, you know, it's <laughs> like... Again, another thing that made me laugh on the commentary is both Michael Bay and Jerry Bruckheimer. Because the commentary was recorded, everyone recorded it separately. 
So a lot of them repeat the things that the others have said because they're not listening to yeah. the other elements of the commentary. Uh-huh. So both Brockheimer and Bay make a big point here out of the fact that they shot all this on a real oil rig. And I always find that quite funny because I think to myself, like, well done. You wrote a scene set on an oil rig. Yeah. And you filmed it on an oil rig. <clears throat> yeah, big whoop. It's like, well, yes. Because clearly if you write the scene set somewhere... Your first there. port of call would be to go there yeah. and film it there. Well, you've got one or two options. Option A is go to the place. Option B is to build a set that is that place. That yeah. is that place. We did and, one or the other. And you right. did one or the other. You don't, you don't get a fucking bonus for coming <laughs> up with that. It's like, well, yes, obviously <laughs> you did. You know, it's like me saying, uh, I have a report to write at work and I wrote that report. Well, yeah. good. <laughs> well done. That is your job. <laughs> It'd be a lot more impressive if he said, right, I've set this scene in a convent, and so he went to Hooters Bar. look like a convent. <laughs> but he, don't know why, but it's yeah. interesting at least. We filmed this scene on the moon, and we made it look like an oil rig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that would be impressive. For our entire cast, out to an asteroid. I wrote this scene on an asteroid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, so you chase them around and it's all wacky and goofy where Ben Affleck's dodging bullets. Yeah. And we get to meet a lot of the cast owners, but <coughs> very quickly. Pretty meet, much, yeah, very briefly. meet his crew. You meet, very briefly, yeah. Every single one of them is a wacky character. Yeah, pedophile Steve Buscemi. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, that's, that's his the go-to line. mountain that is Michael... Michael Clark, Clark Duncan. Yeah. Do you think mm. it's Steve Buscemi? I think that's odd, because the, 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 the impression I get is, because they, you know... Because he was like an indie darling at the time, wasn't he? And, you know, yeah. it was like, so Steve, we really want you in the film. You know, we want you in the film so much. What do you want to be? We've got, we've got, you can't be this guy because that's Ben Affleck. That's gone. Mm-hmm. You can't be this guy. That's Bruce. said That's gone. Anyone else you want to pick, you go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'll pick the womanizer. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> you sure yeah. that's the one you want? <laughs> Steve, are you sure? Have you seen your teeth? <laughs> or your face no, but, um, apparently there's a point there as well where apparently Steve Buscemi said he was going to sign on to do the film again because he wanted the money <clears throat> but which apparently seems to be the reason most people sign on to do the film they wanted the money but he they say now he signed on yeah if it won Oscars they wouldn't be saying that would they no. so he said at the time that he <clears throat> he took the part because it was something he'd not done before and um, it was uh, a bit removed from the sort of scuzz balls he had been playing. <clears throat> and then when they came to shoot the scenes on his first day, realised that their script they'd given him um, had been rewritten and they'd introduced sort of more scuzz yeah. ball elements so to his character. In the, f- the film's conflicted <clears throat> with what his character is, because during a lot of films, he is a scuzzy kind of womaniser, right? Yeah. Slightly paedophilic in but terms of writing. genius. Yeah, right. <laughs> But then later on in the film, they just wheel out that he's a, a genius. <clears throat> and I always fucking hate this, where you've got a guy who's a genius. Yeah, I can just give me a napkin and I'll write down an equation that will fix the budget or I will send someone to Mars or whatever. Oh, but yeah, my job, day job, I just, I'm, a, I'm just a roughneck who just works on an oil rig. Here's, oh, the, wow, thing, here's the thing, though, that I quite liked about the film, and I think the film didn't... But I don't think the film went f- through with it properly enough, right? So the, the point with Steve's... Scary's character is that because he's a genius, he knows this is doomed to failure, right? Yeah. So he just fucks around, mm. you know, for the whole second half of the film. 
And I think that's an interesting idea. The problem is the film doesn't have the courage of its convictions, and it even has a scene where Bill Fitner says, oh, he's got space, space madness, or something, yeah, space, space madness. Yeah. So it's like they, they've given an artificial reason <coughs> for why he's gone off the rails at the end of the film. Actually, it kind of would have been more fun if he'd just been like, well, I'm just going to go off the rails because... We're all fucked anyway. Yeah, that's maybe an, an existential crisis. Yeah, that's maybe an. In, that could have been if it had been done properly. Yeah, that could have been an interesting thing. You would have had to remove all the scuzz elements because you can only really in these sorts of films afford for every supporting character to have one personality trait. Yeah, and I don't think the whole scuzzy womanizer genius thing. You can do that if you're making a film with Russell Crowe about somebody with a beautiful mind. I'm not sure if you can do it. For one supporting character on Harry <laughs> yeah, well, Stamper's fucking oil rig crew. Um, but I think that's just messy. That could have been interesting. It could have been the most interesting part of the film. Mm. Um, but it's just a bit of a mess in the end. Yeah. And so something's just occurred to me. <clears throat> I think we're going, I don't know, 29 minutes into this now. Yeah. And we're about five minutes through a two and a half hour film. So better pick this up. <laughs> yeah, wow, worry, yeah. <laughs> we're better worry, at, man. Yeah, we're better at. So um, you've got you're introduced to a plot strand at this point as well, which is that Ben Affleck won't listen to any instructions that Bruce Willis gets, gives him. Gets fired. Yeah, so he, he basically bursts a pipe or something uh, they're drilling oil for, causing a big oil There's spill. There's a thing in this film <clears> a few times. They do it later in a simulation in a swimming pool when they do it when they're on the planet. Where yeah, they've got this, they're trying to create this like they're, they're like the the mavericks of drilling yeah and it's all about pressure it goes you know no drill they will go and they're, they're trying yeah. to like create this like they're, they're like the fucking dons yeah of, of drilling and <laughs> yeah, how yeah. they do it is like it's like about it's like feeling stuff out it's an art form and yeah and they try and make it into something yeah, more spiritual than it is just teach. pushing a fucking lever yeah, otherwise you could teach it to someone yeah yeah and the whole point like, is this yeah. is unteachable so you've got to take the people up yeah. That's the whole premise of this fucking ridiculous film. It's yeah. so crap, isn't it? So it the is. fact that it's like an art, it's like a spider sense. Yeah. yeah. And these two are like conflicting average. artists who, who can't collaborate. Yeah. So yeah. Bruce Willis fires him. Yeah, so, yeah, Bruce Willis fires him. And, <coughs> and they scoff, don't they? Yeah. NASA. And the, yeah, and then um, the military arrive and they take him off, whisk him off to NASA to explain to him what's going to happen. Oh, and he says, I'll come with you, but you've got to take <coughs> my daughter too. Yeah. Because which explains why the daughter is then at NASA for the entire rest of the film. Yeah. In every actual scene. She doesn't leave. She does not fucking squatter's rights. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I think she wandered into a room with aliens in it. And they told her, well, now you've seen too much. You ain't ever leaving. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, so they explain to Bruce Willis what the problem is. And he says, right, okay, um... I'll do this, but I want my guys. Yeah, because astronauts, they... they no, 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 no. The original reason they send... They pick, ask for him to go there, and they have that stupid fucking meeting where there's two Blackbird fighters sitting there. Mm. The other thing about this film that annoys me is the amount of American patriotic bullshit that is in every fucking scene they try yeah. and get. There's a bit where they're having a briefing, and you've got a team all standing there at attention, and Bruce Willis is talking to William Fitness' character. And they're talking about what they're going to do. Their first original idea is that he's going to teach them how to drill, isn't it? Yeah. And but what they're what but what Billy Bob Ford is actually saying is what we actually want you to do is go up there yeah. on a rocket because that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, but uh, I, mean, I love this as well. So um, when they give him a tour of the hangar or something, the first thing he says is, 
That's my drill. Yeah. That's my drill. I designed this drill, and you guys have fucked it up. You've, you've, you've stolen my idea. You, wait, have you stolen my idea yeah. to save the planet? Yeah. It's you, bullshit. You can, put, you can put the transmission in all wrong, so not only has he designed this drill... It's got a shit design for, for it. What for? What's he designed it for? If it, you know, why did NASA need to steal his plans? They're NASA. And why don't NASA like, put a ship into fucking space? Why can't they put a fucking transmission on a drill? I'm sure, I'm sure that's just simple, basic mechanics. And I mean, I couldn't do it. That's a special drill, though. Right? <clears throat> yeah, it's a special it's Bruce drill. Bruce Willis's drilled and yeah. drill. You know, it won top drill. Drill hard. 1997 <laughs> yeah. top drill. Yeah. Right? Get your facts straight, Scott. Yeah. Well, they need him. He's there. Anyway, regardless. Liz Tyler's not doing anything he, in this film. He basically She's just wandering says, around watching. Yeah. He, he basically says that these astronauts have been training for eight months on drilling. And Bruce Why? basically says, training for eight months to drill stuff. They're never going to do it in eight months. It's, it's an so art. So why have they not... This is the thing. So this is eight months after they know the asteroid's coming. No. I don't think so. No. They've been training so no, eight they months. Really, yeah, when the film exactly. starts, they find out. It doesn't appear to be, does it? No. It's like, immediately this When they first find out about the meteor, yeah. they have an emergency meeting, and they say, got 18 days, 18 days, I've got a bit, big graph here that yeah. says 18 days on it. Yeah. So they've so been training for eight months. training to be drillers? <clears throat> That's a good question, John. It's a very good question, and we'll come back to it. We won't. We won't. We won't. Yeah. So... But anyway. and, and if they're training them to be drillers for eight months, why didn't they eight months ago, even though the world was not ending, get the best driller to help with the training then? Or get him to build his drill. Oh, yeah. Any of that. Or any of that. Any stuff. Yeah. yeah. Does any of this make sense? Well, yeah. if we're stuck on this point, the rest of the film's going to be very fucking difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, he says, no, you're never going to train up a drill in eight months. You need my guys, so let's go get our guys. So then you've got a series of comedy. Not the, f- not the first of montages where they have <coughs> the corral in the, the team of roughnecks. Yeah. So they, they, they basically they go get them, don't they? And they're, they're in and every single one, one just seems to like, evade yeah. the authority. They're all, they're all criminals, thugs and ruffians, yeah. <laughs> scoundrels. Yeah, the worst yeah. scum of the universe. Yeah. And they just get picked up one after the other in bars and, you know, by clubs and God knows what else. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, except for... What's her name from... Um, Shawnee Smith. Yeah. From Saw. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like her. She's the Hootkins. She's not the Hootkins. There's another Hootkins. Yeah, <laughs> she's a Hootkins. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but she's in it. Um, <coughs> they, um, but they, they, don't, they don't get Ben Affleck, AJ. No. Um, Bruce says, no, I'm going to go and get him. Because he's special. Because he's the second banana. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, off he goes. And Ben Affleck has um, got his own oil pump thing. His yeah. uh, little Derek, his, old, yeah. his little platform. And he says, oh, I've got this place now. No one shelts at me. No one shoots me in the leg. Right Now, am I right in thinking that he's literally just fired him? He's so, gotten to NASA. He's been at NASA for no more than 12 right. hours. So this film, I think, suffers from the exact opposite problem that the court has, right? Because in the court, they say the world's going to end in about five years' time, right? Which just creates no <laughs> tension. In this, they've <laughs> given themselves two narrow windows yeah. to explain all the bullshit that happens. You're right. Because yeah. on day one, they find out everything's there. On the same day, they go to Bruce Willis's oil rig, right? Yeah. He fires him, and then it's either later that day yeah. or it's the next day. Yeah. He's got his own friend, he's got his own Derek, and he's his own boss. His own boss. What? It's all con- I know, it's like, compacted into the course of a fortnight. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's, they really should have made, maybe made the window of opportunity a bit wider than 18 days. It does seem too narrow a window to get all this shit done. Yeah. Or just 
reframe that scene. Yeah. So Ben Affleck's just been offered a new job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's walked out of one job, he's gone straight into another because he is good. Or yeah. just have him unemployed, or I don't know, you don't know, whatever. You yeah. know. Or say he's getting going to another job. Well, well, basically, it's so bizarre that well, basically the next day, anything but what they did. Anything yeah. but that he's already got his own place the day yeah. after. Yeah. Um, so anyway, eventually after some you know discussions, they get him all to NASA. Yeah. Um, then they're... Um, just a hilarious montage where they get trained. Uh, well, yeah, in a bit. There's, a, there's a list. He goes through a list of all their demands, which they hilariously outlived. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they so all the actors did write things down. They thought their characters would ask for. And yeah, Bruce Willis reads them all out in an ad libby style because yeah. those guys, comedy gold. Everyone yeah. knows Bruce Willis is an amazing comedian. Well, he started um, his career in Moonlight. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> he's going to end it in moonshine probably <laughs> yeah just not clear. it was an hilarious scene where eight track tapes and no yeah. taxes forever that's, that's the yeah. scene yeah. yeah I mean you know you're paying for no, no taxes fair enough that sounds good but why don't you just ask for a shitload of money because you'd have to be you'd be taxed mate, wouldn't you <laughs> <laughs> think about it Scotty <laughs> ask for both then yeah both of them Right. I want 10 million each and then, no taxes for I mean, you know, We're talking about a, a confluence of shit that's sort of happening on the screen mm-hmm. now at the minute. Oh, we forgot about Owen in the film, by the way. Yeah, oh, he is in the, he yeah, is in the film. Yeah, I forgot about that. And uh, for, keep forgetting every time I watch this film. <laughs> oh, yeah, Owen Wilson's in this film. Oh, he dies straight away. Like Owen Wilson, he doesn't make much of an impact in he this barely, film. He's like a piece of furniture in this film. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't really have a... He dies straight away. He doesn't really have a character or... He's just a crazy cowboy guy. Just a guy. what? He's just a guy. He's just here to make up the numbers. What, is Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg impression now. Oh, how'd you go? In this wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, um, no, but then the, 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 there's this other thing um, that NASA have developed these two space shuttles, the X seventy one. Oh, fuck off! Yeah, but uh, titanium and oh, they're, oh, they're yeah. super uber hard and they're the bigger than space shuttles. shuttles are designed to be as light as possible. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're bigger, bigger than ordinary space shuttles. Oh, we've got two of them sat in the hangar here, just in case. Yeah, in case of meteors. Just in case we need them. We ran the numbers, we made these bullshit shuttles. And then why have they got two fucking shuttles sat in mothballs? Why have they got giant rovers with fucking Gatling guns on them? I don't think we're going to talk about this. Big question. We'll do this later. But first, there's two things here. So, first of all, I always understood you take the minimum of stuff into space. Yes, because pound for pound for fuel. Absolutely. So, you wouldn't put a gun on a rover because you don't need a gun. You particularly don't need a Gatling gun. At one point, somebody says, Why have you got a gun on a spaceship? Why have you got a gun on a spaceship? Let alone a fucking Gatling gun on the front of your rover. Yeah, but. This comes back to this thing about Michael Bay and crass commercialism. So this was on the commentary track, and he was really quite, thought, you know, unapologetic about this, right? So what happened was they had a a toy manufacturer on Armageddon, like a Hasbro or someone like that. Bay has a meeting with them, and they tell him that they can sell 60% more vehicles Armageddon vehicles if they've got guns on them. Right, okay. So that's the reason, and no other, that the rover has a gun on. They also said to him, also, can you feature the guns in some way? So as long as there's a scene where the guns are used, that's great. So that scene where Steve Buscemi gets space madness and uses the Gatling gun thing, (coughs) that was just to sell toys, literally, just to sell toys. Basically, what I was saying was, we know this is Armageddon, 
retried to get the license for Batman, couldn't. Could you put a Batmobile in it, is what I said. Yeah, effectively. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that he then did that, and the fact that when he talks about it, it's just doing, you know, it's just doing business. That's the same reason that Ben Affleck, the, the down and dirty oil rig guy, drives like a BMW. Mm. Um, because BMW sponsored the film. So, you know, it's not the right car for him. He's a good old boy. Yeah. So he should be driving like a 4x4 or something, you know? Mm. But he drives a BMW, like like a fucking James Bond car. <laughs> because, not because it fits his character, but because they ponied up the day. Yeah. Well, that's the same as other films. Like in, in, um, I, it was something that always bothered me in the Bad Boys films, is that a cop drives around in a Porsche. That's clearly because Porsche threw money at Michael Bay's film. Said if, it may, if Will Smith drives around in a Porsche, he's the hottest star at the moment. We want him driving a Porsche. And I think and that stuff it, is yeah. okay. It's okay uh, if it's not like character breaking. But if well, you're I a cop, I know what even, cop can afford a Porsche. In these sorts of films, I don't mind that so much. It's when it, it's when, it t- when it starts messing with the narrative. You know, literally that gun on that thing. Oh, yeah. Me- messes with the s- story and, and, and takes so far out of the film. You just kind of can't yeah. take anything seriously. If you're living in a world... If the film is set in a world where this happens, then it's it's so far away from realism that mm. you know I might as well be watching I don't know fucking I don't know cartoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a cartoon film, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Is this where you get the um, the, the montage where they um, have to go through health checks? They go, yeah, all the health checks, all that comedy, all that libs, all that oh. stuff. <coughs> Was it? Yeah, oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, you can tell. Is that where they're getting psych tested? Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. Oh, God, terrible. Yeah. yeah. But, well, why, for a start? I mean, because one thing, um, Steve Buscemi ends up going mental anyway. And um, basically, Billy Bob says, look, they're going. They're going? Yeah. So, so all these tests have just proved they're completely yeah. unsuitable. Yeah. But they're going. They're going. I'm surprised they survived the tests, let alone the mission. They yeah. have to put a seal of approval on it anyway. Yeah. So it's like if you get if you because can't be going. bothered if you yeah, yeah if you're not actually going to screen them and vet the one the really bad ones out of the team why but bother? Again, this wouldn't happen because this is their last chance yeah so if something goes wrong because the wrong person is in the <clears> wrong place the whole thing's fucked yes yeah. and I mean it, it goes another thing goes to um, uh, realism and I mean obviously lasting on his mind was realism. But, I mean, there's so much wrong with this film and it's like the fact that they just let them out the night before the oh, mission. If you get ill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you you are quarantined at NASA for a reason. Yeah. yeah, you don't go out before the mission because if you get a cold, you're buggered. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... They go out to a bar and not only that, but get into a fist fight. Yeah. What if one of them got glassed? What if Harry... Yeah. What if Harry got a bottle in the eye? It's no, but... Yeah, you know. I know. It's just... It, and then it's just them things. getting crowd again, isn't it? It's another thing of them getting crowd back in yeah. by the team. And wasn't Bill? Were they were they trying face? to sell a? Were they trying to sell an Armageddon, Armageddon bar fight set? Bar fight set, yeah. bar <laughs> fight toy set. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Part, part of it's about the kind of, I guess, establishing there's two groups. Yeah. There's the astronauts and there's the right stuff and the wrong stuff. Yeah, yeah. and the friction between those two groups, which. Kind of is in the movie, but yeah, not enough. It's, it's not in there much. And when yeah. it does all come out, it kind of gets dealt with super quickly because yeah. basically we're all on the same side, guys. Yeah, yeah. We're all, so all Americans, right? Yeah. So this team of uh, then get introduced to the astronauts they're going to be flying with. Bill Fickner is in there. 
Yeah, uh, he's a good old boy, and he really liked Bill. Um, uh, they take them around the hangars. They show them the armadillos, the big tank-like things with the Gatling uh-huh. guns on it. They're going to be taken up there with them for some reason. There's two of them. For reasons. One. Yeah, there's two of well, them. Well, no, they, they are the vehicles that will be doing the drilling. Yeah, and what I don't get is then, right, so Bruce Willis, yeah, he's built a drill. That's great. Never seen this armadillo before. Yeah. First thing he does is get in it and start ripping the fuck out of it. He doesn't know what any of this stuff does. He's, he's basically ripping it out for weight. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't need this. Don't need this. This is. Yeah. You know, what do you know about this armadillo? You've never set eyes on it before today. Oh, You've not seen a <laughs> schematic. You don't know what you're ripping out of that fucking yeah. thing. He's just ch- chucking stuff out <laughs> like a toddler having a fit. <laughs> but he's the he's the best at everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's the, the man. thing you've forgotten. He's yeah. the man, Harry. That's what people say to the him. best at yeah. everything in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um. <sighs> team eight eight. They go through their training. Uh-huh. More montage stuff. Oh, that's um, when Ben Affleck has another clash, doesn't he, about leading yeah. the team and how he the, drills. He's yeah. not feeling the ground properly and he's they, not, they he's throw not one with the force ball. or whatever. Or turn off your targeting computer, I don't know. What yeah, they throw about. him a curveball <laughs> with a test and he ends up screwing one of the transmissions or something. Yeah. Bruce has a fit. And like, I mean, uh, these guys yeah. don't care about your cowboy antics. That's and, it. You know, say it's, all, it's all done pretty quick because you know, <laughs> they've got to go. You know? yeah, yeah. So, um, this, yeah. Imagine the, plan is, the size of New Jersey. Uh, yeah. Does anyone explain <laughs> why they're sending two of everything up? Yeah, because well, like, then know, they can lose one and you've got Jeopardy. Jeopardy. That kind of no, thing. I understand, <laughs> I understand from a filmmaking and story perspective why you would say right. two of them. Yeah. What else do we need then? So does anyone in the film say why they're sending two of them up? Why would you send two of them up? Well, for me, because because, because of things. Because if, if this was like you've only got like two weeks, right, and you've got these, we have to have two shows. We hey, have to have two of yeah, okay. so Maybe that's say, the right? problem. If, if why we, would they build two of everything? No, that's right. the thing. Yeah. Say, if you have, have them, I guess you would send them. Yeah, yeah. 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 because they, they already have. They've already got them. World is doomed. Yeah, if they don't, two chances are better than one. So why not send both of them up? chances are better than one. That I kind of get. So, but if that was the case, because <laughs> there's no real thinking about how they split the two groups. No, is there? They don't go. Right. It did. <laughs> exactly. They don't go right. So, in order for this to work, they would need to send kind of one of everybody yeah. on each ship. Right. Because if one is destroyed, then the other ship can complete the mission. Yeah. But they don't really do that. They just just jump on board. Yeah. Don't they? It's like it's like they're. Two cars going to the beach. Yeah. It doesn't really matter which one you're jumping as they're both yeah. going to the no, beach. No, 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 I want to go with Owen Wilson. He's my mate. Can yeah. I sit next to Owen Wilson? <laughs> He's like, I want to go, I wanna go and watch whichever, whichever shuttle Michael Clark Duncan's not on because I've got a better <laughs> chance of getting off the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, they get them in the two X-71s then, these two yeah. um, Uber shuttles. Yeah, sure. And they launch them practically side oh, by that, side. That, I know, and that did me as well. I thought, for fuck's sake, you'd have... They, you'd, have you for an accident. you'd have them in different states, wouldn't you? You wouldn't have them anywhere near one another. But, you know, and, yeah, they launch them. Luckily, it's not a bit cold that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They launch them up, and the plan is they're going to dock with the Mir oh, space God. station. <laughs> this drove me mad. No, it wasn't the Mir space station, was it? It was just... Uh, it wasn't... The Mir space station, which is the Russian one, wasn't it? Oh, no, well, that, just, was, that was the Mir space station. Did they say it was Mir? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think Mir, it is. It is the Mir space station. And this whole bit drove me <coughs> fucking nuts. Right, so the plan is, 
Again, First of all, what, when, has they ever, when have they ever done that? When have they ever taken off and then fueled in space? No, well, never, probably. But, uh, but the idea is they're going to fill up with liquid oxygen so they can complete the journey, slingshot around the moon at 49 million Gs or wherever it is. Right, and just crash into yeah, the asteroids. Yeah, Brilliant. basically. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're going to do. But, and I mean, again, I, I looked up, uh, there was a, a site I looked at and it was explained everything that was wrong with the science of Armageddon. <laughs> they don't use liquid oxygen as fuel. That's the... Um, uh, igniter it's the hydrogen that's the fuel so basically they've just put water in their petrol tank yeah. <laughs> that's what they've done <laughs> so they're not going anywhere now um, but anyway so they meet um, Peter Stormare which I like I always like he's who, always good bang for buck who is as Russian as fuck I mean let's not beat around well, the bush well he's not in real life no, he's Swedish he's, but he's, he's, he's the like, no, no no he's the most Russian person that's ever lived yeah on this space station and <laughs> and the first thing he does and this baffles me as well. He's got two shuttles that are full of astronauts. Yeah. And he picks Ben Affleck to look after a fuel gauge. And yeah. says, he don't let it go past this point. Yeah. Don't get someone experienced. He might know what he's doing. This, this was slightly explained. Was actually. it? Yeah. Because on, later in the film, when they're talking, I think it's when, they're, when they've crashed in their shuttle. It's only then he finds out that half of the team are not astronauts, they're just drillers. Yeah, but why didn't he say, uh, yeah, actually, mate, not an astronaut, this guy. Oh, this, well, it's Ben Affleck, yeah, something. You're yeah, the astronaut. Or this yeah. girl. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, oh, I'm sorry, I thought it was like, why did Peter Storm want to him? Yeah, why not just... You know, Have actually, they not, though, told him what the whole thing yeah, is. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. You would what, think was it a surprise? He woke a up one day. A big information shit. dump. Here's the file. <laughs> Some of these guys are not astronauts. Some of them are drillers. Here are their personnel files. Here are pictures of them so you can tell which ones they are. Yeah. This but, mission is literally to save the planet. So whatever you do, make sure all your shit is in order. Make sure you don't have dodgy fucking fuel pumps that are pissing fuel yeah. everywhere. <laughs> make sure your station is fucking ship Because if this goes wrong, <laughs> we're all done for. Uh, Oh, fuck me, this place is like... It is literally just like a shitty old gas station in the middle of the desert. It is the most ramshackle piece it's, of shit. Oh, <clears throat> I think it's just playing off of racial types, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Russians being yeah, cowboys in sh- space. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're shit. They're yeah. like the shit they're versions shit. of Americans. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So their space station will be a piece of shit. And it'll blow and, up. And their astronauts <coughs> are all crazy mad shits. Yeah, they're all like... They've been up in space for a decade on their own. They're all a bit unhinged. Yeah, they've all eccentric. got space dementia. Yeah. I mean, you know, Steve Buscemi got it after five minutes, so... Yeah, what must he be like? So then, yeah, so Ben Affleck goes down to the cold room, doesn't he? And he has to press these two buttons, then press left, yeah. then go up. Yeah. And, and if it goes and wrong, if, press the And if, yeah, and if you go up to Toronto, then you know, it's Italian now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. If it goes, <laughs> yeah. It's me, Mario. It's Wato. Oh, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> so he basically gives him all the instructions for the fuel pump and then fucks off and leaves him now yeah. on his own. So, it's like, so uh, of course it goes conk. Yeah. And the whole space station ends up exploding. They just a belt managed to get out. Yeah, this whole thing was shit. Oh, I mean, it really was. It was just noise. More noise. In space, the... by the way. More noise in space. And now these space shuttles can fly and bank just like they're in an atmosphere. Yeah. How that works, I don't know either. <laughs> but for the rest of the film now, there would just be a series of things going wrong that take about 20 minutes to sort out. Yeah. But yeah. my problem that was the first of them. Yeah. That whole bit, though, for me, is totally superfluous. But every one of these things that then happens, the only one that's not, maybe, is the two shuttles separating the groups out. 
Yeah. Everything else that happens, everything that goes wrong that takes about 15 or 20 minutes to sort out yeah. is just another incident to between now and the end of the yeah, film. It's yeah. manufactured drama, isn't it? Yeah. It's just, oh, God. I'm not entirely sure either. I mean, and again, I know I keep going about it. It's not the most realistic film in the world. But, I mean, how long does it take to get from Earth to the moon? And the mere space station... Oh, I think it's about 20 days. Yeah, it's a while, isn't it? It's not quick. Yeah. So it's 250,000 miles away. 20 or 12, and I think it's probably 12. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and it, yeah, but these are X1 shuttles. Yeah, true. I suppose that you, you forgot can, that. They're yeah, black. I did. I did. Right? They're so, titanium. Titanium. And they've got armadillos on them. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know what Anyway, so the place, whole space station blows up, they fuck off. They do, yeah. What's this Tyler do during all this? Not much. She's gurning and crying a bit. Look at watching the, listening to the. Yeah, she's getting a bit Okay, yeah. So they should have just. Taken her with them, or not had her in the film. Yeah. Because what they come up with, which she is has nothing her to do just with this hanging film. around, uh, looking terrified and sobbing, making eye contact uh, with Billy Bob now and again. Yeah, is horrible. It's horrible for her. It's horrible for women generally. Yeah. It's horrible for the audience. It's just horrible. She is the only female character in the entire film. Well, there's a female astronaut. Like a oh, yeah, of course. Like yeah. A, I totally forgot about that. <coughs> yeah, yeah, it could because the film does, I think. The so film does. Yeah. yeah. But just, just don't have her in it. Because the problem is, and I get it, I get, I get the fact that you want to humanise these characters. But you could have done that with maybe two cutaways to somebody looking at a TV screen worrying. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> it's shit. I don't like it. It's short form writing, but... The problem with this is it's like every five minutes we cut back to a kind of reacting or Billy Bob going, oh, we've had some bad news or yeah, now this is we've lost contact. And we've lost contact with them. It's, it's like <clears throat> so horrible. It's so boring. Yeah. And it was such a unrewarding role. Stinks. Yeah. Really bad. Because mm. I, I became very conscious of that, especially towards the end. Well, everything's just going sideways. Every five minutes, something, something else has happened that means that the mission's failed. Mm. And it just keeps coming back to her, like, wet-eyed and upset and looking at Billy Bob, who's sign- who he's signing and crossing his arms and, and with his head low. And it's like, these people have got nothing to do than just sit around and watch the bullshit. <laughs> so the only other character going up there that they try to humanise a bit or give some sort of backstory to, which we should say, is Will Patton's character. Mm. Chuck, yeah. e. Che- Chuck E. Cheese, or whatever his name is. <coughs> because yeah. he has an estranged wife and a child he doesn't see. He has an estranged wife who is a Hootkins. Who is she? It's Judith Hogue. You know Judith Hogue. From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. She was April O'Neil. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Oh. Oh, Scotty, uh, please. She was I mean, April O'Neil what? <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The film, the, 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 the first film, yeah. 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 Jim Henson, film. yeah, Life Hacks, and Steve, Steve Barron directed 1990 film, yeah. Wow. You are... <laughs> 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 wow, well, see, I'm watching a film I only like now. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the chat was the weekend. Because we get, we get <laughs> scenes of... You know, oh, daddy's on the telly and all that. Oh, look, he's going up at the... No, that's no, he's not a salesman. It wasn't a salesman. He's your daddy. That's your daddy. That's your she daddy. said earlier on, she's a salesman. Yeah. So we have a bit of that, don't we? Yeah, yeah we do. So we can at least, if you know, if maybe one or two of these people get home, we're meant to give a shit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, yeah, next stage of the plan is slingshot the moon at 9.25G or something. Yeah, whatever liquefies your bones. Exactly, which is yeah. like James Bond levels of G now, yeah. Um, yeah. Moonraker moon levels Raker. of G. They're going to slingshot around the moon, and yeah. the asteroid's going to pass it, and then we'll come around the other side, catch up to it, and land on it. Sure. Now, there's going to be microgravity on there, yeah? So it's a big lump of rock, but a lot smaller than Earth. So uh, all the moon. And the moon. All the moon, for that matter. So the, the microgravity is going to be very there. micro. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be a real, not not a lot of gravity at all. If anything at all, really. Right, yeah. Um, so anyway. But it turns out it's pretty Earth gravity. Yeah, pretty much. When they get on it, because they're yeah. walking around. They're just dropping poles. <laughs> yeah, like, they're just dropping <laughs> stuff. They're keep walking around. <laughs> the only time there isn't any oh. gravity is when the film requires, yeah. the story requires there to be less gravity. So yeah. they, don't they make a big thing of, like, on the mere station he does this rotational thing where it creates artificial gravity which is just some bullshit yeah. really science right yeah. but then when they're on the shuttle isn't there a gravity on there as well I don't know well they're just strapped into chairs they're like strapped in aren't they yeah. most likely but anyway anyway, um, the there's shuttle... no zero gravity scenes in the film at all at all are there I don't, no, no not, I don't think no. there's any no. there's nothing in the film that makes it feel like they're travelling in space no. at all in a realistic way, not at all. He's just driving at night time, no. for all I know. So these shuttles, these shuttles, then they're, they're approaching the asteroid, and again zooming around like the Tie Fighters or something. Yeah. And I can't remember now. I can't remember now why Ben Affleck's shuttle crashes. Can Can you remember? Well, they just get hit by. It's because there's lots of like meteors around. Yeah. the thing isn't. There? Oh I yeah, think, and they set that radar. One of them gets wing clipped by. A, a rock or something yeah they set, that ra- they set the radar don't they to um, evasion mode no they don't do they yeah, they, they, do, must have yeah, they do they fucking do oh. so anyway one of them manages to I land said don't crash mode yeah one of them the one that's being piloted by Bill Fickner lands yeah. but is 26 miles away from where they were supposed to land the one with Ben Affleck <coughs> there's a bit where a bunch of meteors are about to hit the windscreen and the pilots go, this is it then. And the windows get blown out. It's a fucking hilarious bit. Yeah. Where they both get sucked out of the window. Right. And they look like dummies. It's yeah. like, yeah. Just like, <laughs> just get sucked out. <laughs> like, just two fucking dummies just getting blown out through, yeah. like, an air blast. Yeah. I thought that was fucking brilliant when I saw it. it right. so funny. So the shuttle crashes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Everyone's dead. Probably explodes. I don't know. It's a it, explo- it explodes like 18 times. Rolls over. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically wiped out. It's the armadillo's okay, it. though. We need to be sure about that. The armadillo's For all fine. we know now, Scott, they're fucked. Right? They're, they're gone, right? Yeah. Liz okay. Tyler's been told we've lost track they're of... Dead. We've lost oh, the, <clears throat> what are the names of the two shuttles? This drove me fucking mad. Freedom and independence. Oh, God. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll... Between bullshit like that and the fact that every other scene has an American flag flying in the background, I want to punch the fucking TV. <laughs> Fucking America! It's basically American propaganda. No, I tell you what, I did watch um, uh, this morning before you guys came round. Um, Everything wrong with Armageddon. Oh right, yeah, right. <laughs> and so beginning to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it was two and a half hours. <laughs> it's a two yeah. and a half hour long episode yeah. on YouTube. And anyway, one of the bits was when they're boarding those shows. Yeah. Um, there's a guy standing there with a you know a pointy stick thing, going freedom. Independence, freedom, independence, <laughs> yeah. and the guy was saying, "Oh, basically, so freedom and independence don't have freedom and independence. They can't. Yeah. They go where they're told." <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, if, if that's how they did it, that's is, that, is that in the film? Yeah, that's actually, amazing. Is that, is that, so that's literally just this is what John John's yeah. pointed out. Yeah, like they haven't thought about 
who goes onto which shuttle. It's just which order they walked up the yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. <coughs> exactly right. Oh shit, we've put all the miners on one shuttle so and all yeah. the asteroids on the other. No one knows how to fly one of the shuttles. We've built in all the redundancy yeah. of having two, <coughs> except the personnel. Yeah. It's the one thing we didn't do. Oops. Yeah. My bad. So Ben Affleck's shuttle's fucked. Yeah. He, before we know, he's dead and gone. Liz yeah. Tyler's upset. He would be. Yeah. Um, and then they, and Will Fickner managed to land his shuttle but what's happened with their shuttle Scott sorry what's happened with uh, Will uh, with Will Smith Ben Will Affleck <laughs> um, Bruce Willis Bruce Willis and Bruce Willis they're all like yeah, yeah. sliced alone they're all landed on yeah. the, the they've all landed, <clears throat> landed on the asteroid safely but 26 miles away from where Shit. they're supposed to be 26 miles yeah is that how big it is that's what he says yeah right yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, and the, the the spot they were supposed to land on was supposed to be um, just ordinary rock. Sure. The bit they've landed on now is ferrous uh, material, so it's mm. basically iron, and they've got to try and drill through that. So they get ferrous the armadillo out. Metal. Yeah. <laughs> they get the armadillo out. <laughs> sure. They set up the drill, and they're going to... Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, they just chewed up one of the drill heads, and they've only drilled a metre. Yeah, yeah, three oh, millimetres. Tits. Yeah. That's it. Uh, we're in trouble. Oh, no. Anyway, so that's, oh. that's happening there. Oh, no. Um, meantime, Ben Affleck's not dead. Tits! Oh, tits. <laughs> <laughs> should have been lying in the film. Oh, tits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, oh, so Ben, ben Affleck's not dead, guys. Oh, that's that's okay. Books, isn't it? But Owen Wilson is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The shuttle, yeah. the shuttle's destroyed, but Ben Affleck's in his suit, so he's yeah. okay. And he gets in the armadillo, which is luckily still working. Well, yeah. Peter Stormare's still alive. So and Michael Clark, don't they? Yeah. They've done quite yeah. well, really. Because <laughs> all they've lost is the faceless, nameless people who yeah. want Owen Wilson. So yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, kept the stars. So. Bunch of red shirts and Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. So. They're going to use the armadillo. Now, they can't get out of the shuttle, or at least there's no suspense now. I was going to build up this big thing about how they can't get out of the shuttle, but there's a fucking great big Gatling going on in front of it. Um, So they just blast a hole through. We need a reason to get out. Yeah. Guns. (coughs) We need need to get get the guns in there, and the more times you use them, that's 5% more toys get sold (laughs) for every use of the gun (laughs) in the film. Exactly. So yeah, yeah they blast open the um, at the side of the shuttle and yeah. they peel out. Sure. And um, they're, they're trying to get to the drilling site. So um, again, Ben Affleck's driving it. He's not an astronaut. Exactly. He's driving this thing and he's arguing, having a lot of really frustrating arguments with Peter Stormare's character. Who is an astronaut. Yeah. Who And, and them two are just going at it like Riggs and Murtagh, aren't they, all the time? Yeah, there's they, a lot of funny bands. It's, it's not funny, it's just infuriating. It's just a lot of that yelling dialogue where they're yeah. just bickering and arguing and, <coughs> you know, it's just a lot of dick measuring and boring. Yeah. And then um, and then he goes, I don't know where we're going, I don't know where we're going, we're in space, I'm fucking driving on an asteroid, which blah, blah, blah. All I'm doing is following this beep on the sat on the radar. Yeah. Let's go in that direction, let's yeah. go there. Yeah. And luckily, go in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. well, sort of. anything. That could be north or north, wouldn't be yeah. north, would it? Yeah, <laughs> but sort of, sort of going in the right direction, other than the fact that there's a fucking great big massive crater. Uh, oh, canyon. Yeah. yeah, another problem. But it's things. all right, because now the, the asteroid <coughs> has no gravity. Yeah. It's a shame they can't contact them, actually, because they could have said, actually, don't bother drilling a hole, oh, there's a fucking great big one here. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot. There's a reason why they are walking around normally. 
So they've got special Magno boots on their suits, don't they? they didn't Remember? put Magno boots on the pipes and things. Or the Rocky things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's why I just realised, because there's that stupid bit in the film, isn't there, where the female astronaut is saying that if I kick Michael Dark, uh, <laughs> if I Dark, kick him in the balls. Yeah, if I kick yeah. him in the balls, you'll float off into space, but these suits will keep you on the ground. Uh, don't know how that works. Not sure what the okay. science is. Okay, right, no, I've not but registered that. that. No, I just realised. Just piecing it together now, talking yeah. out loud. Uh, um. Yeah, is this all a bit happened already? Then, where they like get to that Grand Canyon and they're like, yeah, this, this, this yeah, yeah. So they, um, it's just, it's again another problem that they just fix instantly. Yeah, well, you see more the thing fucking is, noise. Yeah, this noisy shit. Show. Well, you see, the thing is, it's a big, big gap, and they're saying we can't jump this. But you see, like, they've forgotten, mate. Like, they're not on Earth. They're in space. God, I'm sick of this place. He throws a stone yeah, and just flies yeah. off. They're like, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Ah, ah, Stone keeps Wait, on going forever, yeah. and I've probably just wiped out. I don't know fucking Beijing with that. Yeah, that's probably. <laughs> 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 then we could probably jump the armadillo over there. Yeah. So yeah, they do it. It works. Big surprise. But isn't there a big thing where it flies off into space and then yeah, oh, yeah, it's rotating and rotating, and then she has to get out and unfreeze the thrusters so they can push back down. Yeah, or some some yeah. shit like that. And then he ends up coming back down. He's hanging onto the line at the back, isn't he? Peter oh, Storm yeah. There, like, yeah. Are you still alive? Yes, I'm Russian. I'm still alive. Yeah. Um, this is an, an example <laughs> of what I find in a lot of modern films where some batshit crazy, incredibly impossible to survive stunt happens where they're spinning, they crash, they smash through stone, they, they tumble, there's shards everywhere. Peter Stormare's outside dangling on a cable and they land and yeah. they just dust off yeah. and go, oh, well, Whoa, I survived that. that was a, close. There's no way Peter Stormare could have survived that. No. no. Just to get, just his arms would have been ripped yeah. off. Yeah, just yeah. getting a rip in his fucking In suit. amongst millions of shards of what looked like razor sharp rock. Yeah, so mental. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, they do land and everything's fine. They carry on their journey. But, in the meantime, um, they've, NASA's demanding an update on the drill, yeah. and Bruce Willis has to tell them. It's gone all shit. shit. Yeah, Bruce They've Willis has to tell them. It's only done 200 metres. No, no, well, not even that. The 57 feet in yeah. two hours, and uh, they say, I've got to get to 800. So the thing that everybody talks about is there's a zero hour they've got to get to, <clears> where if they don't blow up by then, yeah. then the mission's going to fail, because they won't have, there won't be enough. And here's the other thing as well, they've got to get to exactly... Zero seconds. Exactly 800 feet. All right. Not All right. 797 yeah. feet, not yeah. 799 feet. Or deeper. 800. Yeah. Well, yeah. don't go deeper. Don't go deeper. You don't need to go deeper. Yeah. What's the point of that? You're going to go over time for this. It's a, yeah. To me, 800 sounds like a rounded up number. Right. 800 yeah. sounds like I've rounded it up to the nearest 100. I think NASA will probably be... More specific than that, but also if they have rounded it <coughs> to the nearest number, you would think seven nine three four meters. would be yeah. enough. That'd yeah. probably be okay. It's fine. That, it's I fine. think that's good enough. Um, no, so it's got to be exactly eight hundred. Do you work for NASA, John? I don't. No, you don't. Do you? Eight hundred feet it is. So anyway, right? The government, yeah, get the shits. They do. They go. You know what? This is all going wrong. We've already lost one shuttle. Confidence is low. Confidence is low. They should be at 400 metres or whatever, and they're only at 50. This is clearly going sideways. So we need to um, basically just sort of give up. And blow them all up. Just blow it up. Remotely yeah. blow up the bomb. Yeah. Now, this is the biggest bullshit plot device. It is, for a couple of reasons. 
because they so one of the things one of the things they come up with near the beginning of this whole subplot that starts developing mm. is that they say that in eight minutes we're going to lose contact with them for the rest of the mission, right? Except they don't. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> the whole rest of the film, they're still talking right. to the to crew up on the asteroid. Okay, that's so you know, what they say this. several times, don't they? Right. Yeah, they we do. need, we yeah. need to detonate this within the next eight Maybe minutes. Otherwise, we we will have no ability to remotely detonate. Right. So we need to do it in the next eight minutes. Right. Otherwise, we have no control over the bomb. Right. Okay. But then for the rest of the film, they're still talking to the crew. So where this bit. eight minutes came from, we and then he's, and then he's just. Ignored for the rest How of the film. Is detonating the bomb on the surface better than detonating it at any depth they've managed to dig to yeah. by the time they need to but detonate the bomb? They said at the beginning of the film why that plan wouldn't work. Exactly. Jason yeah. Isaacs turns up, doesn't he, at the start of the film and says, Yeah, you, you, Oh, I forgot he was in it. Yeah, because yeah. Jason Isaacs, I love the guy, he's always brilliant in everything he's in. Again, in this, I think he's one of the best things in it. But he explains that you know if you like a firecracker and leave it on the palm of your hand, it will go off and it will burn your burn your hand. If you uh, put your fist, your fist around it and it goes off, then your wife's going to be opening your jam jars the rest of your life. Uh, fair enough. So what he's already said that detonating a bomb on the surface isn't going to do fuck all. Yeah, it won't do fuck all. So why are they even considering that as a plan? It's either this works or it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah. <clears throat> and and if you can't, and eight hundred is what we need. But we'll take whatever you can give us. Yeah. So yeah. get it to four hundred. Get it to five hundred. Whatever. Get to two hundred. Anything's better than yeah. yeah on the surface. Yeah. We've still got how long they got? Like a couple of hours yeah. before it reaches this barrier they keep talking so about. So why is this this sudden need to blow them all up? Because they've lost confidence and they've got eight minutes before communication blacks lost out. One of the hours, but then it doesn't. Yeah. This is my point. <laughs> this is my point. They keep going for about, about for ten minutes. The film keeps going on about Mr. President. You have to make a decision because in, in eight minutes we're going to lose contact. We'll have no ability to control the bomb remotely. So we have to make a decision, and the president decides to go ahead and do it anyway. Yeah. Um, so they're going to they're going to detonate the bomb. <clears throat> now I can never remember if this is Keith David or David Keith. It is Keith David. Right. Okay. Right. Keith David. <clears throat> he's the general and he's been tasked with giving the order to detonate the bomb uh-huh. so he does that Billy Bob Thornton sabotages him doesn't he yeah. any chance he can sabotages him <clears throat> and yeah they manage to um, disarm it don't they I think mm-hmm. the the, the actual, shut the signal yeah but oh, yeah, it starts it. again doesn't it Bill Fickner yeah he's, um, he does his comedy is it red red wire blue wire lethal weapon three sticks oh this is the bit where we have the team <clears throat> Of losing confidence in they're bickering, aren't they? Bruce yes. Willis and William Fickner clashing heads. Yeah, and it's getting to the point now where he gets his pistol out and he's holding the and it's the astronauts versus the drillers. Yeah. and Bruce Willis does his impassioned. I promise you, on my daughter's life. Yeah, oh, that's just the line. Uh, now, what is it? It's um, I've been drilling on Earth and never missed a never missed a depth. Not on fucking Earth. Yeah, you yeah. don't. You're not on Earth. That means nothing. I've been drilling on Earth for decades and never missed a depth. You're not on Earth. <laughs> yeah. You're not on Earth. <laughs> yeah, if you were on Earth, you need to plant a nuclear bomb and my <laughs> money's on you, mate. But, you know, yeah. Right now, all bets are off. <laughs> right now, we're and it's almost like he says something like, yeah, I swear I'll get to this depth. Like, 
Like he has any control over yeah. whether they can do it or not. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly we're thinking it's like, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, now now you've given me your word. Now we're, yeah. now we're galvanised to do it. Now we'll yeah. do now. What? Like the fate of the planet has changed. Yeah, nothing has changed. <laughs> <laughs> so then he, um, so then they gives him back the gun. Then he, then they like, they're, then they're mates now. They're on the same team, and they have to manually defuse the bomb before it goes off. Yeah. You know they <coughs> shot that originally without the gun. Right, how did they do Michael it? Bay, yeah. yeah. How did it, what, how was Just it? threatening each other. Right. And Michael Bay thought, there's not enough threat here. Yeah. So um, I well, we need to give William Fickler a go. Some toy company said, do you think, do you think if we had a gun in, we can sell Armageddon guns? <laughs> no, Armageddon guns. <laughs> Armageddon guns. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, and that leads Bill Patton, then it's say the line, why have you got a gun on a spaceship? And I said, yeah, Good well, question. Didn't, didn't ask that about the armadillos, did you? Yeah. <laughs> why are these things yeah. tooled up? <laughs> yeah, why are these things literally got all the guns on? <laughs> why have you got tanks yeah. up here? And I think what he meant to say was, why did you leave a gun? Yeah. <laughs> why did you leave those guns yeah. on those things? Why, 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 why wasn't that gun build, on the armadillo? Why did you build vehicles for NASA in space with dual Gatling guns on. Please explain that to me. What mission were you going to go on before the world was going to end where you would have to take guns with you? Yeah. You're going to the moon to shoot things. Why? Uh, well, what, what situation in a mission makes that sense? Makes any sense? I've got it. Um, Area 52 is real. Yeah, except yeah. we're talking about Area 51. Yeah, Area yeah. 51 is real. Almost. Alien, aliens do exist. Yeah. NASA tables knows this. Yeah, yeah, tables Area on the cards. BT, BTY. Area 51 is real. Or yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Area 51 yeah, is real. you think Area 51's got some bad shit. Aliens <laughs> exist. <laughs> NASA know they've built these shuttles and put guns on these things so they can go and kill the aliens before they can kill us. Oh, whatever. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Armageddon oh. 2. Gedna. <laughs> Indie Gedna Day. Yeah. Paris gets destroyed. Oh, good. But, yeah. Oh, isn't there a funny bit? When's. Is it. What point does Is this I, where Rat the Hacker goes, oh, things don't look good in Paris? Oh, well, I'll take it before Paris. <laughs> Doesn't is it Shanghai or something gets destroyed before Paris? Yeah, that's that, a little while before. Yeah, and isn't that, that, that's that, more a, of a meeting. <coughs> yeah, there's a funny line though, where oh, where somebody says we've got to warn them, and Benny Bob Thornton says what the whole Pacific Seaboard. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah, yeah, you could, that's your job, but we <laughs> don't have any of their addresses. <laughs> <John>. <laughs> We can't we warn them. We don't know where they live. We don't have any of their phone numbers. <laughs> They're all ex-directory. They're all ex-directory. By the time it. we've sent the letters to the houses, <laughs> they will have gone. Use your head, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gold. So, yeah, Paris is gone. Yeah, but I mean, the only... The, I mean, yeah, so what? No one likes the French. I was going to say, fair enough. But the thing is, we're not that far away from Paris. That's probably us gone as well. Actually, you haven't talked about any of the big destructo scenes in the films. There's three... Isn't it? There's Paris, there's Shanghai, and there's the stuff at the beginning Manhattan, which I think is yeah. New York, isn't yeah. it? Which should with have killed Eddie, Eddie Griffin. With Eddie Griffin and his crazy funny dog. Yeah. But, oh, oh, is it the, the, the dog's still alive, but hanging by That's its where leash. the dog's yeah. still alive and hanging by its oh. leash. I know. I mean, and that's Godzilla dig. Yeah. Yes. Oh. oh, so they train that dog 
that they that dog was specifically this is the level of craziness that dog was specifically trained to attack Godzilla statues on site for this film right so they spent months training that dog fucking nuts to attack Godzilla um figures yeah. so it would attack those Godzilla figures in that just one so scene. they can have a studio can make a dig at another studio mm. nuts well they were considering nuts. that competition I suppose it's their own little injury. well same year wasn't it so yeah, yeah it was the same year absolutely yeah. and it turns out that both of them are the crap after shit to be honest uh, so forget, and they must have spent a lot of money on that on that destruction, and we didn't even think to mention because it's like boring. This New York opening where everything gets destroyed. It's because it's just. No, do you know what? I don't think it is that it's boring. I think that it it's well done, but it don't really care about it because none of the rest of the story means anything. Well, those just, the, particularly the bits you're showing high in Paris. It's it's like a side note. It's just yeah. stakes elevating. Yeah, it's just yeah. going up um, just to you, just to remind you guys what's at stake. It's yeah. just cut to Paris. It's not that they're bad scenes or the effects are bad. It's not even all of Paris getting wiped out. It's just the middle of it because you yeah. still see certain landmarks are still there. But, you know, it's just not that bad. Come on. Mm. Only a few thousand people were killed. <laughs> and they were French. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so the... Uh, yeah, hang on. I'm trying to work, work it around now. Oh yeah, this is it. So Paris is destroyed. Yeah. Um, Bruce Willis is still trying to drill the hole when he realizes that Ben Affleck's driven up behind him. Yeah. So the other arm of the. Well, hang on a minute. No, you missed a bit. No, Did you I... missed a bit because what's happened is they've fucked the last drill bit. Yeah. Haven't they? So they actually can't do any more drilling. No. So what happens is, isn't, um, isn't that it? Yeah. They hit a fissure or something. And the gas blows oh, the, back and right. it kills the guy, the fat guy, fatty in guy. the <clears throat> fatty and destroys the armadillo. And the armadillo gets launched into space. Yeah, yeah. So they've lost their armadillo and that's it. That's so Bruce it. Willis has made his big promise that I'll definitely hit 800 feet or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. oh fuck, well, what do I get the spade out and start digging? You bring the promise. Yeah. Better get, yeah, get of, down there and start chewing that. And now it looks like you're fucking yeah. wrong, yeah. don't you? It was yeah. a promise on his daughter's life, though, so I mean, yeah. he's now, also dead now. So she's, she's been killed. She, yeah. She's dead because it's fucked, so yeah. fair, fair. Oh, I wish I oh, I thought shot, you were yeah. going to say Billy Bob Ford got the pistol out next to <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You made a promise on your daughter's life. Yeah, that's it. Well, it's time to collect. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, but if but if he fails the promise, she dies. So literally, he's not. There's no stakes there. He's yeah. literally saying what the situation he's, is. I'm stating the facts. If I'm I just, fail, she would die. Yeah, yeah. just literally well, stating that. So will everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So just as a just as literally everything's we're done now. Yeah. Oh, fucked. Pretty much. But so then. Ben Affleck turns up. Ben Affleck turns up. Armadillo. Just like Boomer in the last film and says, we can build a Grand Canyon. Yeah, we can do. We can't drill this anymore. What if we could? What if we could? Because over there on the canyon, Ben Affleck and his co have turned up out of nowhere. Yeah. So Steve Buscemi, by this point, has got Yeah, that's that's all that. So he's shot shot everybody up for shits and giggles. And they've tied him up up with duct tape. Yeah, with a chair. Which apparently, according to NASA, is when someone, if someone does get space dementia, that is actually their protocol, is to tie someone up with duct tape to a chair. Yeah. Because there's pretty much nothing else you could do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we'll have to tie you up until you get home. <laughs> yeah, that's basically a protocol. I didn't really think that would be a thing, but yeah. Well, you know, that's probably why they do all these psych tests, because I think when you are out there mm. in the Great Abyss, you yeah. probably could snap. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so they hook the armadillo up to the uh, pipes that have already got there, and uh, they drill. 
Um, not, yeah, so there's not a lot else to say, is there really? I mean, it, it, it's it's done. They get to 800 feet. Yeah. But isn't there a Jobs bit? Good. No, but hang on, there is a bit because this has been all this whole arc, <coughs> this whole thing about Bruce oh, ben, not Affleck, yeah. ben Affleck. Yeah, and he goes, I can do this bit. He goes, you can't do it, or some. No, you're gonna or... you're gonna blow the tranny. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. No, Whatever you're doing your own time, just you do your own time, it's yeah. fine by me. You blow the tranny. Yeah, 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 make yeah. sure you drill it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but this is the thing about they've got to get exactly eight hundred, haven't they? So it's seven, nine, five. Yeah, and I was seven, nine, six. seven. 802 oh, you've fucking blown it you can't see deep yeah. <laughs> and even then when they've done that there's like pipes in the way so they try and lower the bomb in and yeah. there's pipes in the way there's <laughs> one more thing they've yeah. got to sort yeah. of yeah. the fuck let this film problem. end yeah. that's, why, the, that's my problem with this film is that they cre- keep creating hurdles for a film that is already too fucking long yeah, they could have cut out half the hurdles this film creates. Yeah, and now, and not only that, now, but then there's also some sort of mini asteroid shower on the asteroid. Oh, because the gravity of Earth starts to take effect. That's it. Yeah. So, oh yeah, it starts it spinning, doesn't it? They weren't expecting it to start spinning. Oh. So, <coughs> so oh, yeah, there's, there's more debris. Everything gets fucked oh, up. No. And oh, oh no, it's, it's yeah. Oh god, no. nightmare. How will they do I'm it? I'm getting bored. So, now. did someone die here? Um, one of the astronauts gets it doesn't oh the nameless astronaut yeah <clears throat> the young lad Buck Rogers yeah. yeah whatever his name is yeah. he dies he yeah. parks it he gets one in the face yeah um, so then they have to, oh the, the bomb gets damaged doesn't it the, huh? bomb, the bomb gets yeah, damaged so the nuke gets be... damaged and now it can't be remote detonated someone's going to actually have to press yeah, the button yeah but they said an hour ago that they couldn't remote detonate <laughs> no I mean the astronauts can't right, remote okay. oh. not from Earth yeah. the astronauts can't so that's inconvenient <coughs> it is a little bit because yeah. someone's got to be saved to stay behind so. exactly and they draw straws don't they, they yeah. Peter Stormare Michael Clark Duncan uh, Steve Buscemi's in even though he's gone mad yeah. well yeah they just ignore him don't they Cause well he says he'll do it yeah, yeah, yeah but they ignore him quite, quite they're right to ignore him because he'll probably blow up when he gets down <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they draw straws and he gets the short straw AJ yeah Batman who Batman, Batman. Batman. yeah Batman gets yeah, the short straw so um <clears throat> so yeah um but then a, what happens, Scotty? Well, please, they, they, please please they go to lower him down the asteroid. He's going to get out and do the. Yeah, he's going to rig the bomb. But, you know, no, Bruce, he yanks the oxygen hose oh. out from the back of his helmet, which means that now Ben Affleck can't set foot on the asteroid. And oh. he says, oh, no, here, take my patch that was specially designed for this mission. Give that to Billy Bob when you get back yeah, to Earth. He, yeah. For, I don't know why. Because he wanted to be an astronaut. Because they're such good friends. Because uh, he wanted to be an astronaut. Is that what it was? Yeah. Well, fucking, he can't. He anyway. He can't hands on a patch himself. Anyway. Yeah, so the, um, and Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh, my God. Place. They swap places. Yeah. 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 Bruce Willis is going to get down. He's going to detonate the bomb. Yes, that's right. right oh they, do a big cry, they do a big cry bit with Ben Affleck. Yeah. I love you. I love you. And he yeah, says a big teary bit. And you always were the son I never had and didn't oh, want. Where did that come from? I hated you all, all, all the way from the film. I was trying to shoot you and stuff. Turns um, out I thought of you as a son. Take, even though Take care of my daughter. He's been doing that on the regular for quite a while. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I don't need to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. Don't you worry. Yeah, and then it's... What? <laughs> I'll take care of that. <coughs> Run, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you worry. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
Yeah, and then he so they get they bundle back in the shuttle as quick as possible, yeah. and off and they go. And again, take off like right they're on a runway or something. Yeah. It's not like you know they go they just yeah. go up with thrusters. Yeah, and, and off they go. Um, they get out of there. Yeah, and there's a so, lot again more manufactured tension. Yeah, and, where it's like we're not going to make it in time. Um, and wait yeah. a minute, the bomb should have gone off by now. And it turns out that. Harry's been hit with some rocks and he's he dropped the detonator yeah. and he's got to reach for it. And, and they've got to go, we're going to turn back, uh, are we going to turn back? No, it's too late, mate. But, but, but he's like, like, no, he's yeah. going to do it. He's going to do it. Don't yeah. turn back, Bill Fickner, he's going to do it. Just give him another minute. You can't. Is that the actual line? line? You he's going to do it. Is he going to do it, Bill Fickner? No <laughs> Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's calling each other by the actual actor. He's yeah. going to do it. He's never thrown in a thing in his life. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> On Earth, he's never missed a death. So, um, <laughs> we missed. Yes. No, we missed something. Oh, God! <laughs> oh, no, we didn't. We did. <laughs> no, we didn't. Roll credits, please. <laughs> we won't even find out what happened. Please, roll, roll credits. Roll credits. I, I can't believe what was the bit we missed. The, the emotional goodbye speech. Oh, what? To live tight? Yeah, to live tight. No, we haven't missed it. We haven't got there yet. Yes, we have. We're Bruce, on the shuttle. Bruce Willis Hang is going to blow up a bit of asteroid. He's, not, he's leaving it a bit late if he's going to give a goodbye speech oh. after he's blowing the asteroid up. No, bro. he hasn't blown. Oh, is he going yeah. to <laughs> When did he do this? <laughs> I thought it was, well, they're arguing you know, whether they should turn back or not. No, no, Little Missy. Uh, <laughs> it would be a twist though if he blew up and then he sent her a message. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then they'll do that thing. They'll go. We were talking to. I was talking to my dad. He died five yeah, minutes ago. You have been watching the outer limits. He's actually been dead for five minutes. Yeah, tales were genuinely unexpected. It was the asteroid that did it. Uh, so anyway, what, tell yeah. us about the horrible speech. Oh, which an horrible speech! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's adorable, is yeah. Oh, the tears. Yeah, he's crying. She's crying. He's crying. She's crying. All crying. No, she cries. He has one tick. He has man. one tick yeah. coming out of the wrong side of his eye on the outside. <laughs> yeah, they've just added it on. Yeah, CG'd it on. Uh. <laughs> Oh, terrible. Oh, man. Yeah, then, he so, then he goes and blows up real good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he detonates the bomb. It splits it in half. Yeah. Like, I don't know, something that splits and it in he, half. And then both <laughs> sides of it go either side of Earth and fly off. Blank fractions. Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, oh, uh, yeah, and a little voiceover says, oh, well, most of the smaller pieces got vaporised by the explosion. So now... Instead of getting, you know, well, I mean, yeah, it's better than getting decimated by a rock the size of Texas, I guess. But you're going to have a shower of shit hit the earth, and most of it's going to be radioactive. Cheers. Yeah. That's a good, good plan. <laughs> <laughs> good plan. That was Armageddon. That was Armageddon. Oh, and they land. Yeah. Um, and that's all dealt with. For it. They, they've wrapped that up pretty quick. Oh, no, the world pattern comes out, <coughs> and his wife and kid are there, and they love him again, because yeah. he saved the world. Yeah. This is your dad. We love him now because he saved the world. Steve Buscemi gets his stripper girlfriend. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Clark Duncan, what does he get? <sighs> Diabetes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I remember watching this film the other day, right? I hadn't seen it for a good five, six years, but I swore he died in it. Uh, well, I was like, I'm sure yeah. he died in that film. And <laughs> when they landed, he was still there. I was like, 
was I thinking of? Yeah. I'm sure he died in it. I was like, maybe I saw some different version. No, no, no. I don't think I did. No. Um, um, I, was, I was like, oh, he's alive. Okay. <laughs> Weird. Weird. Yeah, I mean, that, that's basically it. You have the funeral. And then, uh, yeah, credits roll. Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Oh, and God, um, terrible song. you get, like, scenes of um, the wedding of AJ and... and yeah, Casey. and, the, and what, they have a wedding uh, with a picture of Harry there. Yeah, and weird. all filmed, apparently, on Michael Bay's 8mm camera. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. That's it, Sam, again. More done. bullshit trivia to try and, def- you know, add any interest. Into all this all done. Film. All done. All finished. Oh. I think what I liked, I think, was it you said this, um, Nerd? And it really made me laugh that you said that this was the first film made entirely of gifts. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. It's like yeah. a film entirely made of gifts and memes. <laughs> it's like Nud said earlier, the average shot is one and a half seconds. That's the yeah. you know, average, when you average it out. But it seems like you start off watching a film mm. and then as it gets nearer the end, the cuts come quicker and quicker and yeah. quicker until in the end, you basically, it's like looking at a flip book. Yeah, flip it's, book, yeah. It, and it's just madness. And I, started, I had a headache when I came out of the cinema after watching it because you couldn't yeah, concentrate. It's, yeah, it's terrible. That's the, apparently the average length of, of a sh- one sh- single shot in the film is yeah. one and a half seconds. Okay. Which is mental. Razzies. Oh, yeah, I had this joint down. Right. Seven he got nominated for. Yeah. Only won one, didn't it? Or three-ish, I don't know. Well, so the film won one, but Bruce Willis won three. Worst Actor. <laughs> he won not put Worst Actor for three films in the same year as a type. That's right. Hang yeah. on. So what were they? They were Armageddon. Yeah. Um, Siege. The Siege. 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 <coughs> Mercury Rising. Rising. Yeah. Mercury Rising. Yes. Yeah. With, the, yeah, with the little kid. Yeah. yeah. So he won three films in the same year. <laughs> um, we've already mentioned some of the uh, commentary... Um, uh, uh, comments, but Ben Affleck did say another one um, just after the um, the drilling thing and said we can't teach astronauts to drill. Uh, I mean, this is a little bit of a logic stretch. Let's face it, I don't know jack about drilling. How hard can it be? Aim the drill at the ground and turn it on. <laughs> oh, um, there were some good reviews I read for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you have any, find any reviews for the film? I didn't. Uh, I didn't look at any reviews. No. I think we should do some reviews. For we should film. also talk, I guess, about the post-credit scene. No, there isn't one. Yeah, yeah. Is there? <laughs> when you see the other massive fucking asteroid coming from, coming right behind it that we didn't see. No, no, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been good. Um, in Variety, um, mo- pretty much most websites gave it bad reviews. Yeah. Well, most magazines and reviewers gave it bad reviews. Um, gave it a, a Variety, a, a, a critic called Todd McCarthy gave it a negative review, noting the rapid style of Michael Bay's cutting. Yeah. And he was quoted as saying, much of the confusion, as well as the lack of dramatic rhythm or character development, Results directly from Michael Bay's cutting style, which resembles a machine gun stuck in firing position for two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, audiences, have you heard about a thing called Cinema Score? No. It's a. It's kind of like um, a thing they do in America, where a, a, a film's graded in, is given grades from A to F. Right. Yeah? And so when a film comes out, it's happened recently with a couple of films. 
you get the Metacritic from something like Rotten Tomatoes, and that's become a bit of a sticking point lately for some films. Review bomb it and lower the score and stuff like that. Yeah. But cinema score is supposed to be more accurate for cinema goers getting reviewed when they come out of the cinema and they give it they give it a grade and stuff like that. So they get a kind right. of person on the street kind of grade, right? Yeah. This film out of a scale to A plus to F, what do you think American audiences gave it? American audiences because it's done in America, okay. it's a cinema score. A B for Armageddon. So you reckon A? Yeah, B. Got A minus. There you go. We love it. So we were both A for Armageddon and A for America. Yeah. God bless America. A for America. Yeah. A for America. America. <laughs> Let's see what Amazon has to say. Uh, so there, there was one bit we didn't talk about, and that was the uh, president's speech. Because I did think that was actually probably the best bit of the film. Uh, that the, the speech that the president gives. Um, Telling everyone that this is the mission and these men are going. Mm-hmm. That was really it's just quite voiceover, cool. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So basically, it's a little montage of people listening to the broadcast <coughs> in daylight in different yeah. places all over the world. <coughs> but that was a really good speech. I quite like that. Did make me wonder what Donald Trump would say in a, in a similar situation. Oh, the top review on Amazon for this film is from a woman called Christine Christiane, right? Christiane. She says she gave it five out of five. Next time the media tell you that an asteroid is currently on course to invade Earth, <laughs> be sure to play this DVD. I'm not sure why. Right, um, okay. okay, we no longer use the space shuttle, and the CGI isn't quite up to today's standards, but it's still an excellent movie. Superb performances throughout, with enough high-octane, high-concept throughout. I don't know what that means again. Throughout, uh, totally full of enough believable emotional bits to make me cry. Mm. That's the top review on the entire film. This movie is arguably one of the best movies I've ever seen, and to be honest, I cannot understand its current IMDb rating. It has everything it needs. It has everything it needs to be a movie worth remembering after tens of years. Blah 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 blah. It never never ceases to impress me to the point of tears. To conclude with, I'm very disappointed in the viewers that voted on this movie here. Honestly, it deserves 10 out of 10. Okay, here's a good <clears> review. <throat> this is a five-star review from Mr. A Customer. Classic film. Action for the action lovers. Love story for the romantics. And an added bit of drama for food effect. <laughs> what? <laughs> One of my fat films of all time. What, what is food effect? Uh, that's a very good question. I'm not sure what that is about. Well, apparently one person, Paula, she wrote, brilliant in capital letters, Bruce Willier, Bruce Willius, at his in-your-face best. What does that mean? Here's a five-star film. Um, I don't think he's quite, it's a five-star review, I don't think he's quite phrased it how he meant it. Great film. Just wish I could watch it over and over again without getting bored of it. <laughs> I wish I could watch it once more, <laughs> bit, mate. Uh, Don't think that's quite what he meant. Uh, Blue Jamie, I saw this film last night. I'm worried I'm turning into one of those left-wing liberals they rightly make fun of in South Park because I found it hugely offensive. Am I being ridiculously sensitive? 
Firstly, there's the old staple that America is being the only country in the world physically capable of anything ever. Secondly, and chillingly, there's the early meteor strike hitting some unnamed, why do they need a name, Asian country. The reaction to this is to look at it as a warning, in, as in, my God, imagine the tragedy that could happen, because, you know, it happened to Asians, it might happen to white Americans, and that would be tragic. <laughs> I've got a really good one <coughs> here, five stars from a girl called Jodie Richards. Um, her review is, necessity request for the girls. Sorry, what? You are. Yeah, necessity request for the girls. Necessity request for the girls. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> this movie touches me inappropriately. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I feel used and abused by this film as well. Uh, amazing. Armageddon is just a lovely film and has such a good storyline. And Ben Affleck is so good. <laughs> I've seen Razor commercials with more depth. The world didn't end, so the title was misleading. Still alright, I guess. Right, okay, I don't get this review at all. There are two things Armageddon deserves credit for. One, special effects are very good. Two, it makes Deep Impact look like a masterpiece in comparison. But, you do get the impression from watching this film, Michael Bay would be better suited directing commercials for macho products... I much preferred the weepy, sentimental, soap opera antics of Deep Impact. Well, you just said you made Deep Impact look like a masterpiece. What the fuck? Here's a five-star review by G. Kenny. Arrived unexpectedly on a Sunday by a courier. I ordered a bulk load of DVDs as replacing what I lost in the divorce. Packaged well, great movie. <laughs> oh, bless him. He's had to go back and buy them again because the missus took it in the divorce. Isn't that sad? Oh, wouldn't you just let her... I would know, yeah, me too. I think I'd just let that one go. Does anyone know what Roger Ebert gave it? Uh, I think, I think I don't. Didn't one of them like it and one of them hated it? Yeah. So, uh, if I remember correctly, I would say, God, I hope I got this right, that uh, Ebert hated it. Yeah, he gave it one out of four. And the <laughs> other guy liked it. Liked it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what, um, what was his name? Back then, it would have been Gene Siskel, like. Yeah, he yeah he enjoyed it. I'm not sure what he gave it. Yeah, but I know Roger Ebert hated it. Apparently, also J.J. Abrams was involved in writing it. Yeah, he was among others. Well, yeah, yeah leaves lends more credence to my theory that he's a hack. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> and he has learned nothing. Yeah. Well, that was uh, Armageddon. Have you got any final thoughts, Scotty? No. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. Oh, it's just loud and too long. Yeah, isn't it? It, it really is. Is. It is, a, it is. If you want a headache, put that on. Yeah. If you actually want a headache. It, yeah, if you want a boredom headache, not even a tension headache, or yeah, just a boredom headache, yeah, go for it. If the whole film had been a Twilight Zone episode about getting rid of the people from Earth that just shout at each other, putting them all in a shuttle and sending them into yeah. space I would not have been surprised yeah. Yeah. if that had been the end of the film like in the Hitchhiker's Guide where they get rid of all the um, telephone operators and hairstylists yes. yeah. a little bit like that they send, well they send them to the asteroid it turns out the asteroid is actually going away from them <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <Bullshit>. <laughs> yeah. that, that might have been a fun ending yeah. Yeah. I'd actually one of the reviews we just read I'd love you to see what Smith's Toy Stores <laughs> rated it Probably rated it five out of five. Kaching. 
I, I, don't, I don't remember this. I don't remember <coughs> any toys for no, it. I, I don't remember a toy line being successful off of the I back can't of imagine, I can't imagine this would be a film that would... Harry Stamper. The kids would be like, I need a toy for that. Even even if it does have armoured dillos with... Yeah, lungs. I guess. But I think there's only so many... Back then, there were only so many superhero films coming out every year. It's, yeah, not, guess. Like, it's not like now. And I think, you know manufacturers are going to jump on the back of anything that looks like it could be, you know, this populist. Yeah. So, you know, if they couldn't get whatever year that was, if they couldn't get, you know, Batman or something, then this might be the next yeah. best one to go after. Or Godzilla. Or Godzilla. Yeah, 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 that's obvious. Jumping on for Godzilla, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Well, yeah, okay. well, I think we've probably come to the end of this train. Fine, well, I'm going to pick one next then, and for one disaster movie, in fact we've had a couple of disaster movies in a row, we've got a third one coming up, uh, but it's just a movie that's a disaster. Um, <laughs> so this film is called Dream Catcher, uh, it's based on a Stephen King novel, uh, it's got an all-star cast of uh, very good actors, flailing around uh, in a plot involving everything from anal aliens... Uh, to Morgan Freeman with fake bushy eyebrows. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about next. We're going to talk about Dreamcatcher. Looking forward to that, guys. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. Why not, eh? Why not? (laughs) Okay, so thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye again.